Before getting into today's episode, we'd like to thank Mac Performance PT for sponsoring the Walk-On Pod. For more on their services and contact information, click the link in our Instagram bio where you will be led to their website. Mac Performance PT, helping Sacramento athletes live life without limits. Thank you for tuning back into the Walk On Pod. Uh, I'm excited for this episode. We got another Ki Hoops family member. Uh, I know all of us are really excited to be here with him today. Uh, you know he's doing big things overseas. He's going to get into it, but we have our man Nay Hightower with us today. Nay, what's going on, man? Luke, yeah, how's it going, man? Luke, Jared, Tom, what's good, guys? But, oh, what? look Whoa. at Jared is a, early. Is that a, is that a Nay jersey? It is signed. That's signed wow. the high tower jersey. Oh, we're starting off with a bang. That's why Jared's been smiling. He's going to get yeah, that yeah. off. He's he was really excited. You got to tune into the YouTube on this one. Uh, you got to tune into the YouTube on this one. That is incredible. Let's go. Wow. Yeah, no, uh, we we really appreciate Nay for being here with us. Uh, I should say this morning for him, right? Nay, what time is it over there? It is 11.35, man. So. There we go. No, it, it, it means a lot to all of us. Um, but, yeah, we're going to kick it to you, uh, you know, let you tell your story a little bit, and then we'll go from there. Cool. Nah, I appreciate it. Uh, I guess first things first, thank you guys for having me, man. I was uh, been a fan a long time. You guys got something special going on here. So uh, salute to you guys. You know, the that's, consistency. That's real love. Yeah, no, nah, man. The, the consistency it takes to, you know, find time during the week when you guys are all on different schedules, man. I salute that. So I think that's dope. So, uh, nah, yeah. Big fan of you guys all as people and just to be a part of the podcast, man. So appreciate you guys having me. Um, now, I guess uh, basketball-wise, I think we all kind of met during COVID. Well, I started working out with Jared during COVID. And um, COVID year was my first year being back, I had played one year in Australia already. So still fresh. I just got my feet wet a little bit. So, yeah, so that's when we all met. Um, I've been, I think, I think people would say that, like, I'm a basketball, like, journeyman in a way. I've, uh, I kinda, I've had a unique route, I guess you could say. Um, I didn't play uh, basketball in middle school or any, like, any AAU or anything like that. I went to a... Uh, eight different middle schools, four different high schools in two states. So yeah, I bounced around a little bit, man. Um, I I was on the team at Vanden High School, which is in Fairfield, uh, the last six months of the year. But it wasn't like starting any games, any court time, anything like that. It was just, I was just kind of there. And so barely graduated, uh, hated school, was just terrible at school. And so I really started in junior college. Um, I was at Napa Valley Junior College, which is close to Vallejo, so like 15 minutes away. So um, I, I went there and I was there for two years. Um, that's where I guess I, I, I started to learn like how to play basketball. I always played in the street, things like that, but like learning how to play basketball was, uh, I was kind of a late bloomer in that aspect. So. It was, it was a bunch of ups and downs there. Uh, me and Coach Ball, who's the head coach there, still close to this day. Uh, so I was there for two years. Um, I was decent, man. I played hard. I was I was big. I played hard. I was just okay. Um, was fortunate enough to get a scholarship to Sonoma State University, which is like 45 minutes up the road from there. So not too far from home. Um, I registered there my first year, and then I played – 
two years after that. Um, again, I think uh, at Sonoma State was really where I, I think I learned about like, I think I had to be a better person off the court before I could see my basketball on the court um, uh, jump up. So, you know, just learning how to, how to go to classes and talk to counselors and like the whole student athlete thing. When you know, in high school, I was like, hated it, man. Hated it, hated it, hated it. Was not good at school, was not good at listening to adults. It was just overall pretty bad. So um, I think Sonoma State is where I kind of grew into uh, a better person and then thus I grew into a, a better basketball player. So had some high moments at Sonoma. Um, again, I, I played behind two seniors my junior year. So it was a lot of stuff uh, coming off the bench and just being an energy guy. And that's kind of what I've found my role as and found my niche as. And so that went well. And so I, mean, I don't know if you guys want me to stop there as, as we get into the professional stuff. So no, yeah, it's, going, it's, your, it's your floor, man, however you want to yeah. go. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. So, okay. So after Sonoma State, um, my senior season got cut short um, for eligibility problems it was a whole big thing I had a medical redshirt in junior college and so I lost my last semester of my senior year so that was a surprise to me and my coaching staff so and it was during the time where like I had just started to play well I had just like strung a, a couple of really good games along we started winning and then my season was cut short after that and so um I always knew I wanted to play professionally. I had no idea how it was going to happen. Wasn't in contact with any agents, didn't know any big time people. Uh, my coach wasn't super, super involved in that aspect. So um, after my senior year, I went to camps just like everyone else does. Um, I went to Vegas camp. I went to two Vegas camps, exposure camps, you know, where they have 150 guys from all over the states in the gym and I had to try to stick out and uh, I played well in my second one but you know again like especially with my type of game you know if you put me in a mix of you know 150 guards who are all trying to score the basketball my game is not going to stick out like that um and at the same time I don't think I was I don't think I was good enough as well I think I worked hard I think I played hard but I don't I didn't think I was necessarily good enough to attract eyes out there so um I played in two camps which was good um I didn't hear anything after that and so after that um I went back to Sonoma State because I was like I don't want to go back home I need to be around basketball I need to be in the gym still I need to find a way to stay focused so I started um a graduate assistant uh, I was blessed enough to have my head coach coach Rascaldo he allowed me to be uh, a GA there so I got to learn um, about you know coaching and like the player development side and all that as I was able to uh, stay around the game and train and have a gym and things like that. And so I started my GA. Uh, I was halfway through my master's degree in education, uh, which is a whole nother thing because, again, as I said, hated school. I never saw myself ever even getting a master's. I was just like, I'm going to use this as a tool to um, stay around the game as, as much as I can. Um, so I was traveling with the team, everything like that. And so in January 2019, uh, a team in Australia emailed about 40 schools on the West Coast, Division One and Division Two, looking for a tryout guy. Um, and as soon as my head coach got the email, he forwarded it to me. 
Um, I had been working on my film, everything like that. So I sent them back my film and my resume and everything like that. And they kind of basically asked me, when can you fly out? And I told them tomorrow, you know, as soon as possible. So um, I was, again, that I think is kind of a testament to like how I saw, I, I guess my approach with everything. It's like, I had no clue about Australia. I'm, I had never, I didn't I even have a passport at the time, I don't think. And, uh, but I was just willing to be like, this is an opportunity, you know, I'll take it. And it was a tryout. So I had to pay for my own flight out there, uh, not cheap. Um, and so they had a guy out there. Um, his name was Kenny. I'm still kind of cool with him to this day. He was a pretty good basketball player. He's from Texas. Um, he was uh, really good on the court. Um, I guess the club didn't necessarily like him that much off the court. And so they kind of had a situation where it was, it was pretty much, it was cutthroat, man. It was pretty much, hey, you guys play two on two full court for 45 minutes and it was it was unsaid, but essentially the winner will get this contract. And he was a very good player. Um, I ended up winning, and it's kind of how I started my job, man. Uh, it's kind of how I started my whole career off that. And so I had a decent year with them. Um, Keysboro is the name of the team there. Had a decent year with them. Uh, we lost in semis. Um, I played really well in the playoffs against a team called Western Port, which is the jersey that Jared over there is rocking right now. Um, I played well against him in playoffs. Right After the season, Western Port got bumped up to the state league. Um, and since I played really well uh, against them, I kind of reached out, you know. I was kind of my own agent at the time. I didn't have an agent. So I was kind of like, I got to do this stuff myself, you know. So I've done kind of the hard um laboring myself as far as sending emails and reaching out and, and things like that um so I, I reached out to Westonport and asked them you know if they would if they would take a look if they were interested and they were and so um I signed to them that next year that was the COVID year um we were about to play our first game and that's when COVID hit that Thursday we were supposed to play on Saturday COVID hit Australia like froze Nuts. up. Nuts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Australia was. Yeah, it was tough. Because it's it, an it, island, right? And it's like right. there's nowhere for it to go. Yeah, yeah. So I was, I was not stuck in Australia, but it was like if you leave, you can't come back. And so I stayed there. The season was suspended at first. I stayed there for four months, about, and then I decided to go home because there were. It was, it was coming to a point where it was like okay, if you don't leave soon, we're going to lock everything up to where you can't leave. So I figured, okay, I'll go back home. So I went back home. That's when I met Jared. Um, that's when I was, uh, I was door dashing every single day. Um, uh, and so at that point is when I met you guys and Jared, and I was door dashing every day, and I was training. And that's kind of where me and Jared meet right there. That's where the real story begins. Yeah, for real. <laughs> uh so that was like that was a great um explanation i think <clears throat> the two things i like that obviously we talk about all the time but for for kids and nay i know you didn't talk about this but while you're in australia like you still like the club not requires you but you have the option you work with like a lot of kids right in the youth programs and the yeah. 
the developmental programs and stuff like that. And I think the big thing, like I've been saying this more lately than I used to is like, like them understanding or people understand, like you have this window of like competitive basketball or competitive sports. Like you have a window, but everybody's window closes. And it's like, <clears throat> that window is way smaller than you think it is. And I think that's where like, like what you said, like, Oh, like I'm, when can you fly out? It's not like, Oh, uh, I don't know. It's like, no, nah, I'll fly out tomorrow. It's like that window is small. And it's like, I feel like people don't understand our kids and high school, however you want to frame it. Like realistically, like by the time you're 22, like your competitive basketball days are done. Like 23, really. It's like for most people. So I feel like having that sense of urgency that you have is like a big reason why you've been super successful because like you just kept knocking on doors, kept knocking, like you just didn't give up. I think that was like, that's like a big reason why I feel like you're successful and like big reason why you're like, we are drawn to you because like, that's how Tommy is. That's how Luke is. That's how Will was. That's how Aaron is. Like everybody that you were surrounded with, like that, that was like, that was kind of the vibe or the, the environment that you're in. You yeah. know, I think, ah, oh man, I forgot who said it, man. Somebody said a quote and in that quote, there's two words. He said, delusional optimism, I believe is how he said it. And mm -hmm. like, it's funny when I think about it, man, because I had no clue about how this was going to work, about, again, agents or, okay, I know a guy who knows a guy, like, no clue how it was going to work. But in my mind, I just believe that, like, it's going to happen. It's going to happen. And it's as I was younger, I, I used to not give myself too much credit. But, like, just as you get older and you meet different people, you realize that, like, as soon as they asked me when I could fly out, like I could have easily had a girlfriend or, or been saying, okay, I got to talk to my family or I could have had things going on in my personal life that could have like pushed that opportunity weeks, months. I could have easily like missed out on that opportunity. And like that opportunity, <clears throat> now I'm on year four of my professional career. That email, that time period right there. And so I didn't realize it at the time because I wasn't thinking about it. I was delusional about it. I just said, yes. I didn't ask like I didn't ask yeah. like, like about the league or like how much or I, I didn't ask anything. I just said yes, I, yes, I will pack, I will fly, I will go like to Australia, a country that I have no idea. Like that I, is I a didn't, long flight. You know, long about it. Right. Flight. Yeah, that is a yeah, long yeah. flight. So. I think I think that delusional optimism thing is what you're saying is awesome because like not a lot of people will have that. Like if they were in your position being a GA at Sonoma state, I think a lot of people would have been like, all right, like it's probably time to get into the coaching world, but I'm sure in your mind, you were still waiting. Like, I'm sure it's still going to work out. It's still going to work out. And that email comes and I, I, I haven't heard this story, your story before fully made. So this is awesome to hear. Like, I love that it came down to essentially a two on two game. And everybody on this, everybody on this Zoom call knows how competitive Nay is. So you know, <laughs> that, Nay, that was the first thing know I was thinking. That dude probably walked out of there with like broken leg, Man. fractured arm. I see. I'm not even saying all that. I'm just saying Nay. No, Nay I mean will, like just he's just a go getter. Like he's a go getter. Yeah, like yeah, like the, the moment I the moment I met Nay, we we checked the ball up. I'm like, yeah, this dude. Yo, check this up, dude's King. Do whatever. Hey, check up, King. Hey, okay, like Nay. 
Hey, I'm not gonna. This is this is the funniest part of this story. So I want to I want to go into this because it's hilarious to me, and I still give Nay crap about it. So like in the middle of COVID, we were all training. We could only so it was super limited. I I had access to a gym, but we couldn't play and do anything like physical. We couldn't play. We couldn't do anything competitive. Like to get like we had to. It was like four ki- four people at a time maybe five and like we had to space our workouts out all that stuff so like in the beginning we couldn't play ones couldn't play twos couldn't play threes and i remember this guy nay used to ask me every day like <laughs> is is aaron really like that there's no way aaron's really like that he's not like that is luke like that he's like it's like what like is Shaq like that and i was like i was like you're gonna see like just wait and then we started playing and it was like it, it was awesome because kind of like what tom's saying is like like you were surprised, but like you didn't care though. That's like was the funny part about it. It was like, it's like that's a great way to like, put it. He he's good. I don't give a I don't give a you know what I mean. Like I don't care. Check up, check up, King. One hundred percent. Like, like Yo. that's the perfect way to put it, Jerry. Like Ned will Ned will be like, yeah, he's cool. That doesn't matter. Yeah, it don't matter. But I'll tell you though, and I'm being honest, that. I had I, I I came a long way with that too though because like um again I didn't grow up knowing like NBA players or like okay I know friends or friends who have played at a super high level like absolutely not absolutely not so when I first come into contact with dudes who have played at a high level you take Shaq for example shout out Shaq man like I remember sure. man the first couple weeks of us going at it when I tell you like didn't win a game, didn't win a game for probably two months. Probably. I think that was my favorite dynamic. Yeah. yeah. But at the same time, like, again, I don't know where I got it from. And my sister and my mom, they always give me crap about it. But like somewhere along the line, I have just something about me that I guess like, I just believe that like, I can find a way to make something happen. And if you, I guess if you look in other areas of my life, that's how I've had to live, I guess, because I, you know, I, I, I wasn't handed certain things. So yeah. understanding that like, okay, it's tough right now, but there's gotta be some way that I can, I, that I can do this thing. And, you know, I've had people tell me along this journey that you should stop, you should give up. It's not going to happen for you. I, people close to me, man, people close to me. And so, but I, I've had to like believe in myself like never before that like I can find a way how to make what I want to happen, whether it's basketball or life, that I can make it happen. So. The the golden quote from Nay Hightower. I got to see it. 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 That's so, Yeah. <laughs> That's what he would say to me every no, day. Bro, he's really like that. He's really like that. Yeah, I gotta see it. I, I think he told it. me that the first day. No shade, man. People take that. No, it's not shade at all. It's it's, it's awesome, certain man. people. So certain people take that as a cockiness or anything like that, and it's like I don't doubt that players are as good as you say, but like if we're on the same court, I just have to see it. Like I have to, I have to feel it myself, and I know. No, okay. I respect it. That's like, we're not, I'm not, I'm saying it's positive. I'm not saying it's negative at all. I think it's, it's the best part of the story. Cause it's like going back to what you said again is like, all right, you guys are going to play two on two. Like, oh, this guy's good. But like, nah, I got to see it. Yeah. <laughs> and we saw what happened. So. 45 minutes of battling and they yeah. walked out of there with the pro contract. So, yeah, so it's like, yeah, we're nah. It's 
it's it's dope man I, and i'm with tom i hadn't heard all the details of that part of your story so i think that was like really really cool to hear and um i i'm curious though as we're kind of getting deeper into this you said you didn't really play but like so what what sparked you to decide to go play junior college if like you know that the normal route is to i'm gonna play au middle school high school i don't get an offer i'm gonna go to junior college but yeah. you, that wasn't your route. So like what sparked you to like, be like, Oh, I'm going to go enroll in college and play in college and do all that. Yeah. I mean, I just, as I look back on it now compared to who I am today, I had no foresight at all. I had no like, okay, this is what I'll do in two or three years. I was essentially, I was stupid. Bro. Like I didn't, I didn't think about like, okay, how am I going to get to what I want? I was just like taking it a day at a time, man. Like, okay just you know I'll just get through this and then I'll hit that and so um I barely graduated like barely barely graduated I'm, I'm the first one in my family to graduate high school on time um I'm, I'm the youngest in my family too so it was a, it was kind of a thing so I barely graduated and then after I graduated I was like okay what happens now okay I don't have the grades to get into in the university, there are no like zero offers, zero interest, no nothing. You know, I was a local kid, so schools like Solano were interested because I was probably six six, and I, I I had potential there, right? And then um, Napa came along. Um, you should have been a Falcon, man. I'm just telling you. <laughs> absolutely not respectful. I respect Nagel. <laughs> There you go. I respect, you know, um, no, um, I think me and coach ball at Napa, uh, we developed just a really good relationship. And mm -hmm. I don't know. I think I, I, I started to trust him. I had a, I had a bad, I had a bad history with like trusting like adults in my, in my life up until that point. And so, uh, something about coach ball just kind of stuck with me. And so me and him, we sat down before the season mm -hmm. started, before I even got on campus and just talked about like how he saw me and development and things like that. And that's, that isn't anything I got from anywhere else. So I was just sold, right? Like, sold to the first bidder. Sure. Let's do it. Right? And so that's just kind of how that happened. Definitely. Um, I wanted to ask you, you said you knew like you had played basketball your whole life and like you knew the game and stuff, but you said you didn't know how to really play. I want to ask you, like, because now I've been on the court with you and, like, we've talked about playing ones and twos and stuff. And, like, I feel like your feel for the game is really good. Like, one of the first few times that we were on the same team together playing twos, like, oh, you were almost – you were you were controlling me around. Like, you were, I'm going to yeah. set a screen here, but don't use it. Come back off this way. Like, little things like that. And, like, for you to say you didn't know how to play basketball at that level at, at one point is surprising to me. So, when when do you feel like – like, what was the biggest change for you on the court that you felt like you knew what you were doing at that point? Um. It's two things, man. Um, I think just experience. I just needed to play more. I, I needed to play in games more. That's the first thing. And I think the more, like, I feel myself getting better, like, to this day. I just think I'm a really late bloomer. So I think the more and more I played experience-wise, is like, the more and more I began to, like, understand and get a feel for, like, how I could be successful with my skill set. That's the first thing. Uh, the second thing is I learned how to watch film. Um, my assistant coach at Sonoma State, DJ Broom, shout out, Broom, taught me like how to watch film and like, okay, not just watch my highlights when I have a really good game. Like, okay, 
hey, you had 18 and nine this game, but go back and look. You should have had 26 and 12. If you go after this rebound, if you set this screen, because he's going to trap him and that leaves you here. So just like really like being a student of the game is something that like it kicked in at just the right time. And there's times where I go back and I think, man, if I would have had that at a younger age, I don't know what what could have happened. But now I'm, I'm thankful and grateful that like I've had good people like that to come into my life to like show me like how to actually like watch film and break things down and be a student of the game like that. So now I think after I got after I played more and played more and got in-game experiences and had coaches that allowed me to play and make mistakes and you can still play. I think that's when that, that type of stuff started kicking in for me. That's that's really good. So it's funny you say that because I know Tommy and I have talked about it and Jared and I were actually talking about it recently, like the developmental stages of basketball now with like kids, whether it's middle school, elementary school or high school, like mm-hmm. kids aren't playing the same way that they used to. Like, it's not like you don't go out like there's no there's no checkup, like there's no I'm going to the park and playing like just the, the amount of like the volume of live action is just not there anymore. It's I, I'm going to get an Instagram clip and then yeah. boom. Like what I, time I, is I my today. AU practice, mom? Like that that's not the same thing. So like my you friend, said, my like, friends want to play COD. Yeah, so okay, we 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 obviously pressed Jared, Jared. but <laughs> we hit it. We hit a Jared nerve clearly. Yeah, Dad, let's let's just move on from that part. Before no, I but I, that's a, that's really it's a great facts, point. though. It's a good point, Luke. Yeah, yeah. like no, that's it, the best point. Well, and I feel like Jared, like it, like I I've thanked him, and like I know Tommy and I have, I'm pretty sure on the pod have said it. Like he had us playing ones. Like Jared and I met when I was in sixth grade. Jared and I were playing one on one, like when I was a little kid. Like because he was like, we just need you to play. Like we can do all this homework as much as you want, but if you like one, if you're doing it against me, you'll be able to do it against your sixth grade opponents. And two, like the speed, like the the decision making at that that speed, like everything is different. Like the second you check it up, it's it's not the same as cone work or as many drills. Those, those are probably some of my worst moments. <laughs> it was good. It was really good. No, I mean like worst moments of the fact that like I was still in playing shape. I was still playing all the time. And Luke was like sixth grade, seventh grade. I'd just make him play ones with me. I wouldn't even play offense. Yeah. <laughs> like they, they, it would be about one out of every four possessions he would get a shot off. It was bad. Yeah. Uh, but that's that real or... though. Huh? He so said you, you take pride in that? that. No, I don't take pride in that. I'm saying <laughs> I was a terrible person for that. No, but but that's you real. Though, right? I was that guy at that time. I for whatever reason Luke brought that out of me, which was you know probably why we're connected like that. And... Yeah, hundred percent. But to that point though, like I again, even though I never played like organized growing up, I did always play against older people, yeah. and like. Yep. I tell, I tell people all the time, like, in the same way that me and Shaq uh, went at it as soon as we met, like, something delusional about me is, like, I had no problem with getting my ass whooped. I got my ass whooped a lot. There was a lot of, like, bad days, but something, like, <laughs> I had something in my mind was, like, it doesn't matter. So, yeah. so I'm going to come back. And I had days where, like, yeah, like, go home crying, but I, it didn't, like, stop that it was, like, I'm coming back. I'm going yeah. to come back again, and he's going to have to do it again. And I'm going to get 1% better, and he's going to have to do it again. Okay, and I'll get 1% better, and eventually I will catch him. So there's that part, I think, for me. And then it's funny. I think the other part is that, like, I've changed a little bit now. You guys are going to give me crap about it. But uh, I, until COVID hit, I didn't have Instagram. I was never, like, a super, like, 
Yeah. Hey, look at me. Look at me. I You're care still about not like that. You're still not like I, that. Not at all. You're probably yeah. sick. Nate I have this great, jersey on. Nay has a great Instagram vibe, though. Great. Yeah, so, Sunday Chili Chill is my favorite. I was just going to say that. It's my favorite. That's my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> because, alone, because, this, hey, because this guy has views that none of us get. Oh, the best, man. Hey. We're not we're not allowed to talk about that. I'm fine. <laughs> <laughs> oh that well, yeah, where's hey Nate's looking at his publicist? She's looking at me, she's like telling yeah. me to shut up. But I was gonna say I feel like I feel like that's the common theme in successful basketball players. Like I know speaking for myself, like if you don't have bad days, like at least this is how I operate. Like if I don't have bad days, like I really don't think I'm getting better. Like and you guys will make fun of me because I get so mad whenever I lose, but like at the end of the day, walking out of the gym, if I'm getting beat up, like I know that I got better today. Like if I'm just winning every game, like that's not doing anything for me. Like I, I really, you got to learn how to win and you learn how to earn your wins and your respect. And like, I like that. I like what you said there. And they like, you were, you were getting your ass kicked, whatever, whenever that was like, but that's how you got better. And like, that's how I was at the park. Like I would just w- dribble basketball to the park when I was younger and the kids in middle school be playing when I'm in elementary school. And they just let me hop in, and I'm I'm losing. But like, yeah. now that I'm older, I'm looking back at that. I'm like, yeah, that got me a lot better. Yeah, yeah. I also think too, like, um, not to go too far deep down into this subject, but like, you just uh, people don't people don't like they don't really love the game. So it's like 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 I think that was the thing. Like, I actually talked to somebody about it today. They asked me about what, like, why things, like, why basketball is like it is. I was like, I really think, like, when COVID hit, and that's when we met, like, we all met together, Nay, you started coming to the workouts, like, you were one of the few people, like, outside of the people that are in this pod that showed up every day. Like, people that really love hoop when there was no games and there was no tournaments and there was no, like, no IG flicks or nothing because everybody was going to get arrested because you're – like not social distancing like when all that stuff was out the window like bro like that's like the people that really love basketball were the ones that like stuck it out like i mean we were sneaking into sac state we were doing all kinds of stuff like we were good runs good runs at sac state yeah great great runs yeah it is i could i could man i could it's funny because i I used to not talk about it because i thought it was normal to me but understanding what you're saying jerry is like a lot of people don't love basketball. They love what it can do for them, yeah. how it looks. Right? We talk about it all the time with these kids. Like they love. It's cool to play basketball now. It's cool to be really good at basketball, especially when you're younger and play on this team and X, Y, Z. I I could tell you stories of in junior college, man, like working at Six Flags in Vallejo from what eight in the morning until one. And then going to junior college and going to classes, going to practice. And then at the same time, I'm working graveyard shit at Taco Bell from 10, a, from 10 p.m. to 3 a.m. And then I got six flags that next day. So I go sleep in the parking lot all the way up until COVID. till I'm door dashing. Okay, it's time to train with Jared. Stop. Train with Jared. Sweaty, stinky. Hold up. It's a, it's a hot streak on DoorDash right now. I guess I'm back in the car, about to DoorDash again. Like this is not too long ago, man. This is this is not. This is, I'm not too far removed from that. But it's because, again, a delusional like thought of like this basketball thing has to happen for me. I want it to happen so 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 bad that like if it means 
okay, this is my, how I'm going to make money during COVID. Okay, these are the times that Jared's training. All right, it's at one plus one equals two. Like, it's as simple as that. It's not, uh, well, I have a girlfriend or, wow, I got to go do this. Or I got to go hang out or I got to go shop or my friends are going to Vegas. So I got to, it was very simple for me. And so, again, I didn't, I prided myself on, like, I never really let a whole bunch of outside distractions distract me from what I wanted. So. Mm. Yeah, hey, that's he's dropping hey. gems right now. Oh, yeah, no. dropping. Oh, yeah. Oh, hey, uh, oh, go ahead, Luke. I, you got I, it. I know you. You kind of want to move on, but I would. I wanted to say, like, you're talking about the passion for the game, like being there, <clears throat> like showing up every day, despite all these other things. Like, I think the passion of the game also goes to like, are you sending out those emails? Are you willing to go to those counselor meetings? Are you willing to show up to class on time? Like, because all those things are hindering what you're able to do with the game. So if you don't really love it, those things aren't important. So like you talked about you know, you were representing yourself. You didn't have an agent. You didn't have coaches that were vouching for you. If you don't love the game, you someone's not going to do that for you. Like, and I remember Jared had this talk with us when he, he told us to bring a list of schools that we wanted to email. And he was like, this is what I had to do. Like, if I wanted to play pro, I had to, I had to send the email. So I didn't have someone vouching for me, like none of this. So like, he was like, I'm going to put it in your hands. You go do your research. You find out what schools like you think you could play for, what you'd want to be, where you want to be at, and we'll send the emails. Like, that's as far as I'm going to give you, but like, you guys got to do it on your own. So, like, it, it, like the, I think the easy part, and we talk about it all the time, I think the easy part is the grind. The easy part is doing the drills, like getting in there in the dog days. The hard part is like, are you going to do little things? Like, yeah, I didn't want to show up. I didn't want to show up to my 8 a.m. sometimes. You had to be there, or I wasn't going to play that night. Like, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. little things like that. Like, if you don't love it, like those go under the radar and it hurts. So, so I think so, like your story is perfect. I want to, I actually was going to bring this up. So Luke, I'm glad you said this. Nay, Nay will probably know. I don't think Luke or Tommy will know. There's this website called Eurobasket, And it's like the literal, like Google of European basketball or international basketball. It has everything, teams, rosters, all that. It also has a list of agencies, alphabetical. There's 1,100 agencies listed. I would email every, when I had to fire one of my agents, I would email every agent once a week for like six months. No, I remember and like, me this and like, yeah. And some of them, the agent, like you would get, I would get, I would send my, and this is back for, I guess I had an iPhone at the time. Yeah. But this is back before like any social media stuff. So nobody had like, you couldn't DM anybody. You couldn't like, it wasn't like that. It was like, I would get like 50 mailer demons because the emails of these agencies like don't even exist. They're like fake emails. I would get more mailer demons than I would actually get responses every week. But I just kept sending them. I don't know what was wrong with me. I don't know what, like I had a screw loose for sure. But like I would send those 1100 emails every single week. Well, and like you too. You two keep saying, like, I don't know if that's something wrong with me or but like for you guys, you see that, and that's eleven hundred different opportunities. Someone else might yeah. see that and it's that's eleven hundred things I don't want to do. But that's why, yeah. like, that's why Jared played pro. That's why Nays where he is. Like, you know what I mean? Like it, yeah, there's yeah. the difference. But that's, so, that's, up. that's that's the hard part. Like that yeah. that's the part people don't want to do. Yeah, no one that's wants to do hard. that. I didn't want to do that shit. <laughs> for sure, but you did it. Yeah, no, I, we are yeah. talking about it. Yeah, not, no. and, and not and again exactly what you guys are saying. Man. Like, I don't. I had to be taught how to do that stuff. Like, 
I didn't like when I say reality had to hit me that like <clears throat> hey again after I graduated and I went to those camps I, um my second Vegas camp somebody a guard I forget his name man light-skinned guard from Duke was at the camp he, he was in the same camp as me and that's when I started to be like hold on Andre Dawkins he was like, I just threw a name out there. Like, skin, <laughs> or like Derek Thornton or something. I feel like that's what oh, it's okay. But, but it started to hit me that, hold on. If a guard from Duke is here at this same camp, and I might have averaged six and seven at Sonoma State, where am I at <laughs> on this? <laughs> right. Like, like th- okay. He's looking oh, at the totem pole. <laughs> yeah, like, oh, wait, whoa, 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 wait, okay, okay. And then reality started to hit, like, this basketball thing, it's not fair. It's not, it's not fair. It's not about, there. you know, you guys hear it all the time. There's many dudes who can play in the NBA right now that aren't in the NBA for whatever reason. Some of them outside of their control. Some of them are in their control. And where, like, I think reality started to hit for me that, like, I'm going to have to work harder on the court for sure, but even off the court on who I am as a person, how I speak to adults, how I speak to agents, how proactive I'm going to be with reaching out to opportunities, all that stuff. All the off the court for me has to be check, 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 check. And then we get to the on the court because my on the court talent, it's not going to be the same as somebody from Arkansas, Duke. Or it could be the same. It could in a in a in a in a crazy world, it could be the same. But they went to Arkansas and I went to Sonoma State. It's very different. Very different. And mm. a positive word from a coach at that level, got but Jared knows guys just get taken. Politics. This guy's in the NBA and the G League all the time. This guy played for this coach, and that's how that happened. Had nothing to do with skill or if he was good enough, it was just like the who's who. And so I kind of realized that the beast that I was up against, that is professional basketball, again, I'm I'm blessed, first of all, to be six foot seven. Because, you know, the shorter you are, the harder it is, to say the least. And so I, I, I'm, I'm blessed to have an attribute about myself that can set me apart a little bit uh, from the norm. Um, at both of those camps, if, if, if there was 200 guys there, 160 of them were 6'4 or under. And so, you know, 6'4 uh, under guards who are all trying to score the shit out of it. And it's like, okay, I, I, I'm, I'm in a position where I can separate myself on the court. That's something I can control. But those off-the-court things that we're all talking about, they have to be. I have to be perfect in those areas. I can't have things going on in my personal life to where, okay, this club from Australia is asking me to fly out, and I say, ah, I got to go drive down to L.A. because I got to go bail my friend out of jail because he – they would have went click, and that's it. That's it right there. You know what I mean? So, again, as soon as reality hit for me, it opened up my eyes to, like, what's going to have to happen if I want what I say I want. I have I have two quick questions and then we can move. I have another question that's not basketball related. So I'll give you the two quick basketball questions. Um, because I know we, we could talk about this stuff for hours. Um you're playing in Australia. What what is 
first, what is your favorite thing about being in Australia? Two, what is the thing that you didn't expect playing professionally in Australia, which is a country that obviously speaks English and is somewhat Americanized in, in certain ways. But what is, so what is your favorite part about Australia in general? What is the one thing about playing in Australia that you didn't realize was going to happen? Yeah. Okay. Uh, I think my favorite part uh, about playing in Australia or just being in Just being in Australia in general. The country. Sure. Um, yeah, it could be basketball, but yeah, what's your favorite part? Yeah. Um, yeah, man, I'm I'm from a bubble, man. Bay Area as a whole is a bubble, um, and just in general, like I don't know a lot of people who have who have been out of the country, you know. And so, when I thought of Australia, I was like, "There's only white people and spiders in Australia. There's nothing else." That's genuinely, genuinely exactly what I thought. You said white people and spiders. No, thank That's you. It. That's it. <laughs> And if you ask most Americans, right, ask your friends, they'll be like, snakes, right? Spiders and snakes, right? Aren't they? Yeah. So again, that's genu that's, that's ge genuinely all I thought. To being here, man, I've met so many great people, man. People from Uganda, people from Kenya, people from Tanzania, like all colors, everything like that. I met, I think it was funny, uh, it was a girl who was light-skinned and she was from South Africa. And this is, it's super ignorant to even think like this, but I was like, aside from Steve Nash, everybody from Africa is dark. There's no way that she's light-skinned, but she's African. How does that? And so that's, it kind of just, again, like it flipped my brain to be like, whoa, like things that I were taught, that's not how it is. There's a, there's like, there's a whole other world to like, how I was raised and what I thought. And then you get into the real, the entire world and you, you learn that like, wow, there's different people from these countries and okay, they speak Australian. Okay, and they speak English in an Australian accent. It's like, wow. So again, I think just experiencing the culture as a whole is, is, is the best thing uh, since being here. Um, the thing I didn't expect uh, basketball wise, which is the same question, right? Yeah, basketball. Yeah, basketball was good. Um, the thing I didn't expect to basketball wise, um, it's a hard one, man. Um, I would just say that um, you know, every every basketball situation um, is not ideal. You know, I played in different countries. I played in Serbia and Montenegro. Um, I played in the Middle East a little bit too uh, during COVID. Um, and uh, in Australia, so sometimes, you know, again, it varies from team to team, but like you can kind of come into a team thinking that, okay, this is how things are going to go. These are the guys. And the coach might have a different thought process to how he sees it going and you kind of have to like assimilate to it a little bit and so just learning how to like okay I need to be a professional here okay that's the first thing I need to be a professional and I need to help win games and however my coach sees that happening I need to have open and clear communication with them 
but then I have to make it work. And just in general, every situation is not going to be what you think it's going to be. And so I think the real professionals can adjust. I had a kid ask me that if I could give him any advice or like something along those lines and like being able to adapt into any situation you can, I think is a, it's been a major skill for me here. So, yeah. Yeah. No, I think that's, that's, that's awesome, man. That's really, really cool. Um, so this is the question I know you want to talk about. So I'm going to bring it up. <laughs> who is the, who is the greatest MC of all time? Who's the greatest MC? Yeah. Who's the greatest rapper of all time? It's gotta be Nas. And it's, uh, it's, and it, why go? Okay. Yeah. Why? Because of what he able to do in these past two albums at 50 years old. So longevity is one thing. And uh, I mean, I think he's lasted through like, he, he, he's been able to last through like two generations, two or three generations maybe. So yeah, you disagree. No, I don't. I'm not. I'm not. I don't have a dog in a fight. I'm sure he disagrees, but you know no. that's not what this. Means, so. No, I'm, it's it's not it's not about disagreeing because I would agree with pretty much everything you said. I just like I I want your opinion because that's like what it, it music is always going to be preferential. Come on, right? look at him dancing, Luke. Luke, you see him. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, he just, I mean, but, we, but we all know his answer. Like, it's but not, no, no, we I, all I, know I, who going to say. Luke, we asked him the Luke. question. He's gonna say Kanye, right, Luke? That's what he's gonna say. Kanye is not just a pure MC. Kanye is a great producer. That's what I'm said. I, that's why I said rapper. I said rapper. To me, the greatest rapper is Jay Z. That's not that's me. The greatest musician, the greatest artist. Yes, I would say Kanye, but rapper mc like but jay-z is on the same everything you said about being generational and being able to uh, like outlast and all that stuff i agree with you because i believe those things about nas but jay-z is i also believe those things about jay-z too i just if i had a preference to choose between the two i would choose jay-z we got it man it's okay it's okay (laughs) um no no funny it was jay-z for me when Nas dropped these past two albums for me, it kind of just like. King, but you didn't like King's Disease, the first one. You liked two and three better. Two and I three like, better. I liked all of them. This is the part where you go ahead, man. Go ahead. <laughs> go ahead. You want to so speak for Did you, you not know? Nays, Nays, me and Shy now talk about me. Like you nah, said, you I know didn't what Nays like, doing. He's, no. he's saying that you you're putting words into his mouth. Is what you're saying. Is King's Disease rank them then one, two, and three? Rank them in order. Two, three, one. See? Okay, so what I said was correct. But that doesn't mean he doesn't like right. one. That just means he likes I'm saying two, no, he better. didn't like it as much as the other ones. That's what I said. That's not what you said. You have to be right, man. You said he didn't like it. He said, but you didn't like one. I liked one. There we go. There we go. That's right. good, man. Run That's a good question, Jared. I think Luke has a good question coming up, too. Yeah, no, we got to get into I'm it. I'm dying. But I'm dying. We, we, we got to get into it. And, you know, in... So I first want to say, I think we have the timelines a little wrong because I didn't actually meet Nay person to person till the summer after the COVID year because I had to go back to school. But Nay knew yeah, Rowan and and then obviously yeah. like Nay knew everyone else I was training with. Yeah. Or he was training with. Well, in the beginning, it was just Nay, Owen, 
and Aaron and Shaq and poor Owen, man, for those first couple of weeks that we had got to play ones. Oh. Sky Owen just hit I the gauntlet. No, yeah, poor Owen. Owen I believe I had met Nay though before I went to school. You might have. You I, didn't go back I to think, school as early yeah. as I went back to the flag. I I, re- I just remember meeting Nay before I went to school, and then coming back is when I really got to know Nay and like work out with him a lot. I don't think we had ever worked out together. What What were you gonna say, Nay? What were you gonna say yeah, about I don't hear it. Big O? Um, I was just gonna say Owen, oh, man, because again, I was getting my ass whooped by by Shaq, and then Aaron would come in, and Owen was just a scapegoat, man. I was just like, I'm going to go through Owen's <laughs> chest. <laughs> <laughs> all all your pain and frustration was taken out on Owen. That guy Owen for like an entire eight months. Yeah. Right uh, off the ankle injury too. Yeah. yeah. Especially when the ones were like, okay, can't score on Shaq. Can't score on <laughs> Owen. I mean uh, on Aaron. Owen. Yes. <laughs> but the but hey, the funniest would be shoulder, Owen. Hey, the funniest would be like, because there there's always in every group, in every group, there's there's that one guy that like Everybody just tries to bully and whatever. And like Owen's a really good player. He was just kind of out over skis coming off an injury in that situation. But like, I remember like everyone's like, you're like, okay, I'm going to get a bucket on Owen. But then you would smoke an easy one. The, the anger and like the boiling of, of frustration was so comedy. That shit was so funny. Hey man, but shout out to Owen. He kept showing yeah, up. Yeah, shout every out. Day. Oh, L showed up every day. Yeah. Yo, same thing, man. Again, I would definitely have certain energy for Owen. He like, I'm sure he had a couple days, but like, he got to a point where it's like, I, I can't, I can't have that same energy toward Owen now. Like, it's, it's gonna be a fight for sure. Like, yeah. A, a testament to like, you know, just keep showing up, keep showing up, keep showing up, and that's what yeah. happens. Yeah, sure. so right. I say that because I didn't I didn't know Nay personally. I only knew Nay through Owen or through Jared. And they were like, Oh, wait till you get back. Well, like you guys will play once together. And I was like, What do you mean by that? Like, I play once with everybody that you put me to work on. And Jared's like, No, you'll play once with Nay. And I was like, All right, cool. Like, whatever. <laughs> so with that being said, this is I, I kind of knew what I was like, what what Jared was paying a picture for me. He was like, No, you're gonna you're gonna have to work. And like I was like, right, Hey, cool, let's not man. forget Keith too. I'm sorry. I was just gonna Keith, say, shout Keith out just Keith, came man. to mind too. Oh, yeah. I was like, when I came back and Keith, Keith was there too. Yeah, my dog Keith, man. Yeah, those, those, were, Keith. Dogs, those were Keith. Those were those were great <laughs> workouts. Yeah. Oh, so sorry, Luke. Those I mean, will go right. down as my favorite. those will go down as my favorite workouts ever with when it was me, Luke, Owen, Nay, Keith, Chad. Whoever else was there, Will, Grant, like, those are the best, bro. Yeah. No, so so I bring that up because there's obviously – there was a relationship formed between you and Jared, Nay. And so I want to know because I, I've seen I've seen only a snippet of, of Jared and Nay together. I want to know your favorite Jared story. And I ask everybody this because, you know – He's such a polarizing individual, I think. <laughs> but uh, you know, from your perspective, I already know what he's gonna tell you. Too. Lot, I, uh, you don't I wanna know. I wanna you hear from you. Yo, I do know. I hate you. I you, know. this, man. you don't know how I think, bro. You don't know how I think. You don't, you don't really know me. All right, so watch your mouth. You got that? Right. I got I got a few of them, man. Like Jared's stories. Um, the first one that comes to mind. You're gonna be wrong about this, Jared. I bet. Um, you said you don't know. I used to call Jared the gas master, meaning Jared, when someone does something good, 
in a workout, he'll he'll say something crazy like, you know, he'll gas it. He'll he'll put 10 on 20. He'll come on, man. He'll gas it. And I'm just so competitive that I remember one day I I, I put him to the side after I said, hey, don't do that. <laughs> All right. Like I expect to win games. I expect to score. Whenever I if I score one time, don't gas me. So I remember like that was a good moment for us where I think I had to kind of put him straight, like, yo, take me seriously, you know what I mean? As a as a person and as a player. And so that was a good moment for us, I think. Um That's another moment. We, uh, we got a few. Um I played ones with Jared a few times and Oh wow, and here we go. This is what it's just a size difference, man. And Jared's older, you know, so his chest, <laughs> it, can't, it can't take a certain amount of velocity. And so there was one or two times where I just I had to show him, I had to show him what it felt like, you know what I mean? And, and he would, you know, he would call offensive fouls and I would just stare at him. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, <laughs> I never once called an offensive foul. Oh, yeah, you had a lot of foul yeah. debates on here before now. Yeah. We don't have to tap into it right now, but uh... yeah. Yeah. For sure. yeah. Um, I also got some uh times with him in LA, man. Uh, me, oh, I knew it. I'm not I'm not gonna go too deep because you know this this kid's watching this podcast, man. But... Yeah, that's for after hours pod. <laughs> soon, just, right? give, soon. just give him just give him the title. Just give him the title. Nay has an alter ego. That's not true. Um, he does. <laughs> me, Jared, and Sean have had some uh, great moments in LA. You know, as I've um, as I've been about as I've been about to go back to Australia, that I'll cherish forever. Mm-hmm. You know, so just leave it at that, man. I like that. Yeah, I like that. I, I like Jared, that. I like the gas master one. I like the gas. I, I thought he was the other one, so I knew he was going to bring up that one. The other one that I thought he you were going to bring up is when I picked you up at Starbucks to go to Luke's game. Oh God! Oh, no. <laughs> uh, uh, hey, that was incredible. Uh, that was incredible, Luke, Tommy. When I tell you that I'm waiting outside Starbucks in Fairfield, in Fairfield, this man rolls up to me. The windows tinted. Okay, the 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 frameware on his face. I'm sure it was Cartier. He had like a 3XLT, all right, and some Jabos, okay? Rolled the window down playing. Oh, I don't Kanye. know. He, I don't know. No, it was, it was, it was Rich Flex. Uh, that's when the album just came out. Oh, God. You're an unserious individual, Jared. Jared, what are we doing? This thing I had ever seen before in my life. Never. Never, never, ever, man. That was wild, man. I tried oh, to block that out of my memory. That was wild, man. Oh, that was a great time. Nate was probably like, no, nah, this is not my ride. You got the wrong Uber. Yo, he pulled up tinted windows. I said, am I going to have to run? Nah, nah, it's all, it's, all, it's all good. And it was Jared. It was crazy. I didn't know. Yep, That's ankles good, out. It's all good. Um. All right. Oh, man. Last question, and then we'll get into the starting five. So we 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 preach about what a walk on mindset is, and now you maybe never were technically a, a walk on or whatever it is, but we talk about what it means to us individually. I want to ask you, 
from your story, from your experiences, what would you define as a walk-on mindset? And okay, man, okay, I'll, I want to make sure I don't, I don't ramble when I say this, but as I look back, if I have to be honest with myself, okay, my coach, Coach Ball, God bless him, that's my dog, he played at Sonoma State. He was the head coach at Napa Valley College, okay? Me and him uh, developed a great relationship. I did not get all conference, first team, second team, honorable mention in junior college, right? I wasn't that good. So you can kind of paint the picture in your mind about how I may have gotten to Sonoma State, okay? I wasn't, I was offered a scholarship, but like it was essentially my coach was an alumni of this school and I was 6'8 and I played hard. So he kind of just respectfully kind of just kind of here. You know what I mean? And again, I love him forever for that. So, but again, having to earn everything is what you talk about a walk on is like, that's the mentality. I remember in the, in the, in the summertime, like going up to open gyms, man, like prepping my mind. Again, an open gym in the summertime, who really cares about that? But like, in my mind, it was like, I have to prove myself every single day, every single day. And again, that on top of like, you know, I, I, can't, I can't afford to have a question mark over my academics. I, I can't afford to have a question mark on, oh, this teacher said you were late to class or X, Y, and Z. I would sit at the front of all my classes um, just because like I knew that I wasn't going to be because I because I knew who I was as a player that like I didn't have the skill uh, I, especially m my junior year I was playing behind two six ten guys one of them weighed two hundred and fifty pounds the other one could touch the top of the back uh, like he could touch the top of the square long and athletic that wasn't me. You know what I mean? So I kind of knew what I knew what I was up against. So because I knew what I was up against, I knew that like early to everything, staying late, always being a great teammate on the bench, like loud in a full sweat, cheering on my teammates. It's funny, especially at Sonoma State, we used to have a thing where it was like, hey, we're going to try to get a bench warning every single game. All right. Right. Like, like we want to have the refs say, hey, Calm your bench down, all right? They're kind of, you know, a little loud over there. And, like, me, me and uh, Topher Taylor, shout out to Tope, we used to kind of lead that. We used to be like, hey, we're not going to play unless, you know, unless all right, somebody gets hurt or, like, we're up 30 or down 30. So until then, we're going to, like, be loud and, like, encourage our teammates and things like that. So now, like, all that stuff is, like, big walk-on energy. You know what I mean? Like, big. Lot, lot, lots of gas is what you're saying? Gas mask. Oh my god. What is this? Yeah. All right, bro. Bro, you're sick, Jared. All right. It's is it is it is it starting five time on that? That's great. Yeah, that's, that's a great way to put it. That was a great answer, like though, Nay. I appreciate that. Yeah, thanks, Jared. Appreciate you, brother. I'm sorry ready for this man. one. Yeah, this is a good one. This is a good yeah, one. Yeah, this is a great um, one. I'm actually really excited. Nay, I think, I'm I think, excited to hear what Nay says. Yeah, no, I am too. I think out of the four of us, I'm probably the least um acclimated to, to the starting yeah. five. I know Tommy has bay ties. Obviously you two have bay ties. Uh, and you know Nay Nay is definitely the god godfather here. He's had the yeah. most time in yeah, the bay. Yeah, yeah. There we go. So so what we have today is starting five Bay Area. Now we said 
you can put basketball in it. It can be anything Bay Area. It could be food. It could be any, literally anything Bay Area, open game. So, like <clears> I said, <throat> nay, we usually kick it to the guests to kick it off. Um, if you're if if you're ready, go ahead. If not, you can you can hand it off to someone else. But we'd love for you to kick this one off. Okay, I'll start off. This is off the top, by the way. Right. Get an A. I like it. All right. <clears throat> so we're going starting five and a. Um, We'll wait we'll on the walk we'll on until we come on. back we'll around. So, like, point guard, shooting guard, small forward, power forward, center, and yeah, your explanation. He's a professional basketball player. He yeah. <laughs> Three guard. Oh, God. Those are your people, Tom. Those aren't my people. All right, here we go. At point guard, okay, I'm going Lake Merritt Food Trucks. Okay. Mm. All right. If you've ever been to the town, Lake Merritt Food Trucks, okay? Food Trucks is fire. Um, two, I'm going Golden Gate Bridge for sure. Staple in the Bay. Um, three, I'm going Momo's in Vallejo. Fire food spot. Tommy, if you're ever there, you got to check it out. Okay. Momo's. I'll write that Momo's. down. Five, okay. And my power forward. So me and I Luke, we're just going to skip that spot. We don't get to go to that spot. All right, Jared, shut up, bro. <laughs> All right. Yeah. I'm good. I'm good. I'm not, I'm not sure. Yeah. At my power four, at my four, I got to have something strong at my four, huh? Okay. At my four, I'm going first Fridays in Oakland for sure. <clears throat> for sure going first Fridays. Um, Jared, you can't go there. All right. Um, <laughs> good talk. Good talk. At the five, at my center, okay. At my center, I'm going. Uh, I'm going. Berkeley Farmers Market. Mm, wow, nice. that's a heady play. Heady play. Lots of vegan options up there. It's a good five. I man. changed. I changed. I used to be a fat boy, by the way, but now I kind of changed. <laughs> that's a good hey, five. I'm- I'm ready to fire my list off. You guys all right, go mind. ahead, Tom. Yeah, man. Go for it. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. At the one. At the one I've got I've got a lot of flash at the one. All right. This is uh this is this is my uh showstopper. This is the uh the guy who's gonna just he's gonna draw the crowd. All right. And that's why I've got Yay Area's finest at the one. The mixtape collection. Yeah, Aaron. That's shout out to, that's shout, a, out to Aaron, nice. shout out to Aaron Gordon today. He was cooking. That's shout Ye out to Trav. right there. Trav yeah, is yeah. Trav is the inventor of Yeah's finest. Yeah's finest at my one. At my two. <clears throat> at my two, I went a little different way route than I usually go with my my shooting guard. I usually go with a great shooter, but today I wanted to go with a more of a more defensive minded guy. Someone that's going to shut down the opposing guard, and that's why I've got Alcatraz at the two. Ah, one of my favorite. oh, Luke is sick. It's one of my favorite sayings. When uh, when I I like I think I I think I actually said it to Luke, and he's like, I'm using that one. And I was like, he's got him and Alcatraz. It's one of my favorite sayings. I've got Alcatraz too. Sick. At, at my three, this this is my star player. This is my star player, and this I know I said uh, Yay Area Finest was the showstopper, but this this one's really drawn the crowd. And that's why I've got the hyphy movement at three. All right. The hyphy movement at three. Mac Dre. Okay. 
Tracks Million, all the artists. Oh, Mr. Fab. Yeah, yeah, come on. I, I'm really, I'm really tapped in with the hyphy movement. I know all it's about the deeply hyphy rooted. Movement. Yeah, right. big time, big time. E40, you can't leave out E40. Uh, at the four, at the four. This is where I went with my shooting. This is my stretch four. Need to make it splash from from long range. I've got Pier 39 at the four. Oh, wow. Okay, that's Tom. That's a, that's a really good take, actually. And then at the five, I told you I was ready to get this list off. At the five, we need we need size. We need size in the middle, protect the paint. And that's why I've got Coit Tower at the five, mm. holding it down. Mm. Okay, Tom, I'm impressed. I'm Thank impressed. Uh-huh. Right. For somebody from Idaho, that. that was really impressive. From Idaho. Yeah, we uh the Bay Ties came first though. <laughs> All right, Jay, you ready? You ready for, for my list here? Yeah, you can you got it. I know you're not gonna have anything of my, that I have, so it's all good. I mean, yeah, I have a repeat of Tom's, which is it's just fine, but uh, you were sick about good. the uh, yeah, yeah, it's fine. Sick. Yeah, it's yeah. fine, it's fine. Okay. So at my point <laughs> good card, pick, Tom, good pick. Yeah, it was a great pick. Uh at my point card, I need I need someone who uh who knows how to lead a team first and foremost. Um, but I also need someone who's like not afraid to to be in front of the media. Like I want I want my point guard to be the voice of my team, uh, whether right or wrong. Um you know, this guy doesn't resonate well with a lot of people in the Bay, but he made his bones in the Bay. And that's why I got Aaron mm-hmm. Rodgers as my point guard. Aaron okay. um, <laughs> Rodgers. You know, he's he's a facilitator at heart. I think it's perfect. Uh, you know, Cal Berkeley. Cal Berkeley, he really did his thing out there. Um, At the two. He's rocking number eight again. Yeah. At, at the two, I um, <clears throat> I took this guy because I feel like, you know, you want to talk about unguardable. Um. I think if you look into this guy's backstory, um, you know that, that they're truly unguardable. In fact, the entire lifespan of their playing career, um, it was just working around, bu- building around them. Um, and that's how elusive of a score this guy is. Out of San Jose, I need the Winchester Mystery House. Um, I think, uh, again, it's, it's someone that yeah. clearly you build around this this score right here. Um, Wait, what? <laughs> No, we're, we're not. We're not on board with the Winchester Mystery House. I can't say I'm familiar with Winchester Mystery House. You and you're not missing much. Yeah. Okay. So, quick history lesson. So, the Winchester Mystery House is this haunted house. Literally, the Winchester Mystery and, History Lesson. And um, the the woman who lived there, um, she she hired uh builders to continue to build her house with a bunch of different trap doors and trap windows and fake hallways and all this stuff so the ghosts wouldn't catch her but then she ran out of money and she couldn't pay her builders anymore and so the day that they stopped building she woke up uh she didn't wake up the next day she died wow part of the mystery there so uh yeah that's open to tours now you can go ahead and check it out like i said prospect out of san jose um at the three, yeah, I think Tommy said it really well. Uh, this is a staunch defender, a staunch defender. Um, you got Alcatraz. You got Alcatraz at the three. There's not much more to say. Staunch, uh, staunch yeah, both defender. Got, yo, both of y'all got prisons in your top five. Why would you <laughs> No. It's a starting five, man. You got to know how to build around your players. Um, <clears throat> at the four, um, you know, this league is about filling in with – What's this world coming to, Nate? Yeah. Can I get my picks off? Like, so at the four, like I said, you need someone. Th- my four is a locker room guy. Um, gonna keep the locker room upbeat. Gonna keep everyone in the right headspace. Um, you know, funky, fresh, organic. Give me Larry June at the four. Uh, I'd be I'd be remiss if I didn't have him in my starting yeah, five. Yeah, Big O um, would be very upset. Yeah, yeah. 
So uh, I really love that pick. I love, uh, you know, shout out to Larry June. I should have worn my organic stuff. He's a power uh, forward, though. Yeah, power forward, power forward. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'll tell at the five. Good. He's my power forward. At the five. Um, <laughs> at the center. Look at the five. Um, the way I've talked about this in my previous starting fives, the way that the, the game is played now, you know, you need your five man to hold everything together. And I'm sorry, but I got sourdough bread at the five. It holds everything together. And I think, I okay. think, you know, it, it was, it, I did my history to make sure that this was a San Francisco uh, staple. And, you know, that's where, that's where Nate, it was originated. Sick right now. Give me sourdough bread at the five. Oh, man. <laughs> I love my five. Putting up against me, buddies. Yeah, I don't know. Tom's Tom, good job. Oh, what was wrong with that? What was it? realistically what was the Winchester that? Mystery House really threw me? Yeah, and Larry June at the four. I didn't know he's out there. <laughs> Is he running the lanes? No, he's just a locker room guy, bro. Like, uh, okay, he just right. fits in at the four, man. Right. Go ahead, Jared. Go ahead, Jared. <laughs> All right, my starting five at point guard. I need someone to set the stage. I need someone to lead the rest of my team to the promised land. And what does everybody think about when they go to San Francisco or go to the Bay Area anywhere? Where am I going to eat? Well, Nay said taco trucks on Lake Merritt, or he said food trucks, I'm sorry. But there's a taco truck. Tacos Mi Rancheros is the best food truck in all of existence. It felt like you butchered that name. Yeah. Tacos Mi Rancheros. Okay. Okay. There's a little hesitation on the meat. (laughs) No, Mi Rancheros. Come on, man. All right. <laughs> Greatest food truck in existence on Lake Merritt. Oh, now, man. at the shooting guard, I need a hitter. I need someone that's just going to stack hit after hit after hit after hit. So give me Amoeba Records on Hate and Ashbury in San Francisco. Amoeba mm-hmm. Records. Beautiful spot. Now, the Bay has so much to offer. And I could, I would be remiss if I didn't add nature. So at small forward, give me Mount Tamalpais. Mm. What? Mount Tam. Oh man, hiking, beautiful views, ocean, highlands. It's just, it's that. Power forward. I need an athlete. I need someone that's going to fly around the court, someone that's going to disrupt a lot. Give me the Golden Gate Bridge at Power Forward. Now, here, this is this is the center of my team. This is where my heart is. I spent many a nights here. Give me the Fox Theater in Oakland. A beautiful venue. Never so many good many shows. Nights many <laughs> nights. Many nights. What was Fox you doing <laughs> Come on, man. Fox Theater, apparently. Yeah, Fox Not Theater. Good. Going to shows. Not Next good, door right? at Meg at Meg Westing. How many times have you been to Meg Westing? Oh my god. Yeah. This doesn't have to be a competition right now, Jared. Like, uh, Nay's making it a competition. Nah, it's always black man so, ain't it? <laughs> oh, see. <laughs> There's sorry. the real name. Yeah, I'm glad the pod yeah, has good, seen man. the real name. Yo, I'm yeah, sorry, I'm yeah. sorry, I'm sorry. I mean, the way Jared was the way Jared was pressing, I don't blame him. I don't blame him. All right, now you're gonna appreciate my walk-in then, because this is I'm, this is 100 serious. I'm not making a joke. I feel, and I feel like Nay kind of talked about it earlier, and even Tommy and Luke through basketball and everything. Like, 
I think the best thing and the thing that no one talks about that the Bay has to, <clears throat> has to offer is diversity. There's so many different places in America that you could live that has no diversity. And some of us have lived in places like that. And I really feel like, and again, this is me being serious, like growing up in the Bay, like obviously Vacaville is not the Bay, but I went to college in the Bay and all that stuff. Like growing up around people from different parts of life, different cultures, oh, like the Bay has that more than anywhere else, I feel like. And I feel like it really helps you give perspective and be understanding of other people. And I think that's why there's so much... um joy in the bay is because there's just a lot of diversity as opposed to other parts of the country not not taking away from other parts of the country but there's not anywhere else that has that many different cultures blended together in such a small space like san francisco the island itself is only seven and a half miles square square miles sorry seven and a half square miles i know i'm butchering no geometry that's all right but that's why so that's why my walk on is diversity the diversity of the bay I think that's a. I think that's a really good pick. I do have to ask you, how do you want me to put that in the graphic? Uh, how do you? What, what picture do you want me to represent for diversity? I'll send you some options. Okay, there we go. That's good. Um, so uh, I like that pick, though, Jared. Um, my walk-on pick. I think you, you, Jared, probably will appreciate this pick more than uh, anyone else in this chat. Nothing against you two, but I just think you know where his mental space is. Um, you know, this guy, I think it, it's it's a guy that if you know about him, you know that he's he's a prestigious individual. Um, and you know that uh, some of in its space, some of the most high level individuals want to get to this place. I want the Olympic Club at, at my walk on pick. Um, I mean, I think it's I, you're not. You, yeah, Jared. It's a good pick. No. Yeah, there we go. Um, I got his approval, but yeah, uh, the Olympic club, you know, U S opens held there, uh, they have been held there, you know, the greats tiger has won there. Uh, you know, it's in, if it's very exclusive to play at, um, so I got to throw it in there. I had to love it. Love it. Great pick. I like it. Uh, you know, I had, I had a bunch of different ideas for the walk on. But uh, I'm gonna go with this is a this is a spot me and my family always hit whenever we were in the Bay Area, and it's called it's a sandwich spot and it's called Genova. I don't know if you guys are familiar with Genova, but I'll have to. Uh, what city to, is it in? Uh, honestly, like off the top of my head, I Colorado Hills. No, 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 no. <laughs> it's in the Bay. But I'll get the I'll get the address for you, Jerry. I'll get it to you. Got it. It's not in San Francisco, or is it in San Francisco? Uh, it, it might even be like, it might even be like Walnut Creek, I think. Cool. Nice. Yeah. It's know? a really good spot. It's a really good spot. Nice. You know, like it. from James. All right, Dave. Sarah, walk on pick. Yeah. Okay. Um, I think for my walk-on pick, okay, I got to have something that just represents the Bay as a whole, that, that kind of represents uh, perseverance, right? Good times, bad times, yeah. I think I'm going with Oracle, man. Oracle Arena. Yeah. See, that was that was my other one. I there. cannot believe that Tom didn't throw Oracle yeah. or Chase Center in there. It's kind of sad. Oracle actually. was my original walk on, but I wanted to I wanted to change it. 
Big time Warriors fan. Chase, all right? It's Oracle forever. All right. Yeah. I respect. Me and Luke have had a lot of conversations about this. Chase Chase Center just isn't the same. Yeah. Their socials are really good though. Shout out to their social media yeah, too. They do yeah, they do a good job. Did they win any awards lately? Yeah, they won they won uh the best socials uh in sports, actually. So wow. congratulations. Impressive. Uh, yeah. They they, they <clears throat> did their thing. Um yeah, I like that pick a lot. I like that pick a lot. Um Jared, I'm gonna give it to you, man. I'm gonna I'm gonna, I'm gonna send it to you. It's this your time to shine. I don't think Nay's ready for this. I don't think any of us are, if we're being honest. <clears throat> my chips are illmatic. When they stick the green, they're still matic. Before it's all said and done, my title <laughs> scratch golf will be automatic. Yo. <laughs> Hell no, man. Hell no. Flip it. Yo. My, he came in hot. My chips are illmatic. <laughs> Beating it with the foam no. Don't ever. Don't you ever, <laughs> don't ever disrespect the son of God. All right, now see, I don't My do that so ever, Ill- again. <laughs> ever yeah, again. Don't the do energy that. you came in with that was crazy too. That, was, that, was, that, that wasn't that, no. That no, was a real on. Nas energy or no? You can't do that. Like I'm pretty sure it's illegal for you to do that. Mm. You're not allowed. To do that. All right. Oh Jerry, I'm with one eye open tonight, man. God, that was that was insane. Dude, you killed me with these, but that that might be tough. Nah, man. From wearing my jersey to spitting nods. <laughs> so you start the episode, then end the episode with that. It's crazy. <laughs> hey man. That's why I oh, dropped I the mic. Know. That's why I set the mic yeah. down. Let's wrap this up, man. Nay, nay, I can't thank you enough. We can't thank you enough for coming on here. This has been really, I think, an incredible conversation, but especially a basketball conversation. Mm-hmm. Like, and I was super excited for that because it's like we hit, but I love I love hearing your opinions and whatnot. I'm glad we got to get into that. So we appreciate you, man. Can't thank you enough. Yeah, we love you, dude. Appreciate yeah. you. Thank you, Nay. One of the realists, always. Always. Probably, man. Appreciate yeah. you, guys. Good luck the rest of the way with the season. Hopefully we see you soon. Appreciate it. We know you keep killing it. Sunday, Sunday, chilly, chill soon. Soon, bro. I got soon. (laughs) Three days. These are your favorite walk-ons, and we're walking out.